Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. Well, for the second time this summer, the eyes of the boxing world will be on Minneapolis as the historic Armory hosts a nationally televised boxing event this Saturday night, August 7th. Some of the top welterweights in the world will be featured on the card, which will be shown live on Fox. Headlining the card is a WBA title eliminator pitting hard-hitting rising welterweight contender Yamantis Stanionis against former world champion Luis Colazzo. At stake in the fight is the WBA's interim welterweight title. In the co-feature, former two-time Olympian Gabriel Maestre takes on Michael Fox, winner of 22 of 24 professional fights. Maestre has taken the boxing world by storm as a pro after a decorated amateur career. He represented Venezuela in the 2012 and 2016 Olympics and is now 3-0 as a professional with three knockouts. In yet another compelling welterweight matchup, former two-division world champion Devin Alexander the Great returns to the squared circle after a two-year layoff. Alexander faces a tough challenge in the person of Lucas Santamaria of Garden Grove, California. An interested observer at the fights will be Armory fan favorite Jamal Shango James of Minneapolis, who holds the WBA's regular welterweight title. Premier boxing champions held a press conference for Saturday's card in downtown Minneapolis Thursday, and the Minnesota Fight Night podcast was there. In this episode, we present highlights from the press conference, as well as one-on-one interviews with Colazzo, Alexander, and Maestre. In the exclusive Minnesota Fight Night interviews, Alexander talks about his connections to Minnesota boxing, and Brooklyn, New York fighter Colazzo expands on his announcement that Saturday's fight will likely be his last hurrah in the squared circle. This comes after a stellar amateur and professional career. As a pro, Colazzo has won 39 of 47 professional fights and has been in the ring with the likes of Keith Thurman, Amir Khan, Victor Ortiz, and Sammy Vargas. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us at the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. Uh, It was great to be on hand at the W. Fauché Hotel in downtown Minneapolis for the press conference for this Saturday night's fight. Uh, It's sure to be a great card, and we hope to see you all there. We'll kick things off with uh, audio from the main press conference hosted by the PBC's Miguel Flores. Hope you enjoy it. Once again, we want to thank all the media for taking time out of their day to come over and participate in our press conference. We want to thank all of the fighters. I know they're in the process of weight cutting right now, but for attending our final press conference. As we get you set for this Saturday night, live from the Armory, PBC on Fox Fight Night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. We enter our loaded welterweight division, three welterweight showdowns. This Saturday night, uh, like I said, broadcast begins at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. It is headlined by Imantis Stanionis, the undefeated Lithuanian, 26 years old. 
and he is looking to stay undefeated, but it is not going to be easy as he is facing probably the toughest test of his career. A decorated champion. He has fought a who's who on his resume. Uh, Luis Colazzo in our main event, 10 rounds. And then in our co-main event, we see the interim WBA welterweight title on the line as Michael Fox takes on uh, a decorated Olympian, two-time Olympian from Venezuela, Gabriel Maestre, as uh, that should be an outstanding co-main event. Two up and hungry fighters coming for our co-main event, 12 rounds, like I said, WBA interim title on the line. And then our broadcast opens up in uh, Devin Alexander the Great. He's had a little bit of a layoff, but he is looking to be back, rejuvenated, and he is looking to get into the win column uh, against uh, Luke Santa Maria. So, like I said, all comes your way this Saturday night. And it is promoted by TGB Promotions as well as Warriors Boxing. Tickets are still available at Ticketmaster as well as uh, the Armory here in uh, Minnesota at the box office. want to thank our promoters again. Like I said, Brittany Goosen, who has helped, been an important part in putting this fight card together. She's always the hardest w working woman here in the boxing business, as well as our wonderful co-promoters uh, at Warriors Boxing as well. So now we are going to get set. We're going to turn things over to our fighters as they're going to make their opening comments, and then I will ask them uh, several questions. Uh, we'll start with our opening contest as we look over to Luke Santamaria and Devin Alexander, 10 rounds in the welterweight division. Uh, first off, we'll start with the man that is 11-2-1 with seven knockouts, 32 years old out of Garden Grove, California. He In 2020, he split a pair of fights, losing to Paul Kroll, but defeating in a tight contest Michael Fox, who is also featured on this card as well. So let's turn it over to Luke Santamaria. Hey, how you, how you doing? Good. So, Luke, uh, if you just want to explain, you know, what can fans expect to see from you this uh, Saturday and how excited are you looking forward to a fight against uh, cha former champion Devin Alexander? Yeah, well, first of all, you know, it's a great opportunity. I know he's, uh, he, he's, been in, in, he's been in the ring for a long time, so he, he has a lot of experience. And, um, you know, I just, I'm just looking forward to putting on a good show, and I know it's going to be a great fight. All right, thank you, Luke. And now we will turn the mic over to the former champion, 27-6-1, 14 knockouts. He is a two-division world champion in the super lightweight and welterweight division. He owns victories over Marcus Maidana, Lucas Maltese, and others, just to name a few. And uh, he is looking to get back on track. He has been on a little bit of a layoff since 2019. But now he is rejuvenated, and like I said, he is excited to get this next portion of his career going. Please welcome Devin Alexander the Great. Hello, 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 you guys. Thanks for having me, Minnesota. Thanks for having me. Um, like you guys said, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to share the stage with my man Colazzo over there. Um, a few of the up-and-coming fighters just on this stage right here. Uh, I thank Lucas, Lucas for taking a uh, challenge. Um, I'm just, you know, here to, like my man said, to get some rust off, um, get back into title contention. That's that's my main purpose on being here. Um, I feel good. I feel strong. I'm, I'm happy 
that's the main part. The main part, and I'm happy, and I'm happy to be here and, and get back in there and, and show out. You know, and um, I see a good couple years for me ahead. So I'm just taking it one fight at a time. I got to worry about Lucas uh, Saturday night. Other than that, you know, I just want to thank everybody who had something to do with the card, putting the card together, and I'm just ready to ready to go Saturday night, my man. Well, we look forward to seeing you guys, uh, Devin. And first off, Devin, uh, you, you mentioned that, you know, you're looking to get some rust off. What can fans expect to see from you Saturday night? I mean, you are a two-division champion. Um, you haven't fought since 2019. What is something that maybe fans haven't seen from you that you've added to your game over this layoff um, that we'll see Saturday night? What they'll see, um, they'll see Saturday night. I can't say. But, <laughs> you know, well, they, you guys are going to enjoy the car. Just know you're going to enjoy the fight. Um, I'm Devin Alexander. I'm back to de being myself. I'm back to being myself. Um, fag, explosive, with power. Boxer, puncher. That's, that's what I'm known for. That's what I'm known to be. So you guys are going to see a bit of everything Saturday night. Well, we look forward to seeing it, and, and now you're, you're having your fight back against Luke Santamaria. Um, what do you see in him that you believe can push and bring out the best in you? I mean, yeah, uh, I mean this, this is his biggest opportunity yet in his career, so of course he's going to be, I'm pretty sure he's, he's ready, he's going to come to fight. I'm pretty sure anybody, anybody I fight, anybody I fight is going to come ready. You know, I got a name, three-time world champion, yada, yada, yada. So I'm pretty sure he's going to be ready. So uh, he brings a – anytime a fighter steps into the ring and getting those ropes, he's going to he's – a, he's a threat. So you got to take it as such, and I got to utilize that threat and, and subcom it and calm the threat down and take care of the threat. That's all I got to do. And for you, Luke, uh, you know, like he, he even knows, I mean, this is a huge opportunity for you. What would a win over a guy like Devin Alexander do for your career? I know the, a win would put me, you know, where every fighter wants to be on top. And like you said, you know, I train, I train with every team. So, so, you know, we're ready. We're ready. And, you know, it, but a win would be, it mean, mean everything. What can fight fans expect from your fight Saturday night? Well, I'm going I'm to I'm be in there, you know, I'm going to be in there doing my thing, and it's going to be a great fight. Well, what a fight we got to open things up here in Minneapolis. The fans are always excited. I am sure we're going to have an electric atmosphere, as we always do at the Armory, one of the better fight towns here in this country, and PBC's made home here in Minneapolis um, and now we move over to our co-main event as we take a look at Gabriel Maestre against Michael Fox. This is for the interim WBA welterweight title. First off, we'll start with the man, 22-2, and two, five wins coming by way of a knockout. He is a towering welterweight. If, I mean, as you see him, if you've seen him already uh, standing, I mean, he's long, he's rangy. Um, he won three straight fights before, uh, dropping a very close decision against the, the man um, over to his left, uh, Lucas Santa Maria, back in 2020. And he is looking, he's been active, he's been calling for a fight, and he did get one on short notice. And I'm sure he is more than excited to get going. So please welcome Michael Fox. 
What's going on, everybody? Appreciate y'all coming out. Michael, just talk about, you know, this Saturday. How excited are you to get going? Um, and, you know, like I've said, you've been calling for a fight, and now you got one. I'm very excited. You know, um, you know, you did the backup thing a couple times, but when you come through, you weigh in, you do everything, and you don't fight, I mean, it's, 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 it's stale. It's a stale feeling. I mean, you, you know what you come to do, but you don't get to fight. I'm a, I'm a fighter. I'm a boxer, 24 fights. I've been looking to fight for the 25th time. For a year now. And now you will get that opportunity, and it's not going to be easy as we turn things over to your opponent, who is undefeated, 3-0 and with three knockouts, a two-time Olympian from his native country, Venezuela. Um, he has an extensive amateur career, so don't let the 3-0 and fool you. He has plenty of experience, and in his amateur career, he's owned victories over guys like Brian Castaño, who we know is one of the top uh, super welterweights, and then Carlos Adamas, who is another top contender as well, and he is making his United States debut um, this Saturday. So please welcome Gabriel Maestre, and we'll also welcome his translator as well. So he is going to translate for Maestre. And Gabriel, just talk about, um, like I asked Michael, what are you excited? You're here in Minneapolis making your U.S. debut. The crowd is going to be amazing. Um, what are you excited about coming stateside? Eh, sobre la emoción de estar aquí en este combate tan importante. Hola, muy buenas tardes. Eh, bueno, mira, me, muy emocionado, de verdad que me contento. Agradecerle primeramente a Dios por esta oportunidad que me está dando. Y bueno, nada, eh, de verdad que contento, emocionado de estar aquí. Y esperando el día 7 para, 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 para dar una, un buen espectáculo aquí en, en, en Minnesota y, bueno, y para que toda la gente aquí de Estados Unidos vea. I was very happy, very excited for this opportunity. I want to say thank you to the company, to the promoters. Thank to God for the opportunity. And I just want to say I am ready. I, just, I work so hard to this opportunity. And I just want to say to the fans of Minnesota, I am ready to bring the great performance this Saturday. Awesome, and we look forward to it. Uh, this question for Gabriel, you know, making your United States debut, many people here have probably haven't seen you, you know, fight. What can fans, if this is the first time that they're seeing Gabriel Maestre fight, what can fans expect? Es tu debut en Estados Unidos, con pocas peleas. ¿Qué puede esperar la fanaticada local de Gabriel Maestre? Bueno, mira, van a esperar de, de mí una pelea, una excelente pelea, eh, como le gusta aquí en Estados Unidos, ¿no? Eh, como quien dice, la guerra, eh, los golpes duros. De verdad que soy un peleador que no me gusta, eh, me gusta, o sea, no me gusta estar eh, corriendo mucho. De verdad que espero darle una buena pelea aquí a, a Minnesota. They can expect great fight, great performance. I know the USA fans, everybody, they like the emotion. I come from bring that, and I really don't like run a lot, so they can expect a war from me. Well, I'm sure that is something that all the Minnesota Fight fans love to hear, uh, a war in our co-main event. Uh, for Michael, as we look, you know, you were a, a late replacement, and uh, we, want, we hope that uh, the man that was supposed to fight, Gabriel Maestre, Cody Crawley, uh, as he's recovering from COVID-19, we hope he makes a speedy recovery. So our thoughts are definitely with him. But, Michael, 
you know, yes, it's your short notice replacement, but you've been in the gym. You've been training. You've been ready, waiting for this moment. Do you think that being a late replacement, it plays a little bit to your advantage? Um, yeah, I think it does just the way, I, the way I did it. You know, like you said, I've been in the gym, and I was, already, I was always training for this card, so it's going to be hard for someone to, you know, flip and prepare for somebody with my attributes being as tall as I am um, and having probably a different style from Crawley. You know, uh, prayers up to him. Ho uh, hopefully he makes a uh, good speed of recovery. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not coming off the couch, so um, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'm good to go to hole 12 if need be. And I'm just, thank I'm just thankful for the opportunity. Now, this question is for both of you guys. A lot is on the line. Interim WBA Walter Way title on the line. Uh, the current title holder is Minneapolis's own Jamal James. The winner of this, I mean, it seems like that would shape up to be the matchup uh, against a guy like him. Um, what would you think of of a possible fight for both of you against a guy like Jamal James? We'll start with Michael first. Oh, I figured, you know, you got a full welterweight card on the, um, on the docket in Minnesota, his hometown. I figured y'all fetch your opponents for him anyway. So if I went to answer him belt, I would, for, I would for certain like to fight him. You know, and claim the uh, WBA title. You know, the interim is uh, you know, want to take interim off of that off of the title. You know, uh, fighting Jamal James would be is the only way to do that. You know, he, he gets a uh, front row, he gets a front row seat in his hometown. It's almost like he, it's almost gonna be like he's sitting on the couch, uh, watch, uh, watching uh, watching us perform. And as for you, Gabriel. Gabriel, eh, pelear el título interino de la MB los pone en la línea para Jamal James. ¿Qué pensarías de esa futura pelea? Bueno, sí, este, me encantaría, de verdad, eh, despedir y ir con Jamal James. De verdad, he visto su pelea, buen peleador y bueno, nada, eh, el, el sábado 7, bueno, vamos a demostrar aquí eh, todo el potencial con que, con que venimos a buscar ese título y después, bueno, pensar en, en Jamal James. Uh, for sure, I would love to fight Jamal James, but first the first, we need to fight Michael Fox. I'm ready to show the people what I got unless he was next for me after the Saturday. You heard it, Gabriel Maestre is predicting a war Saturday night, co-main event, 12 rounds, WBA interim, Walter Waite title, and I'm sure the Minnesota Fight fans are very much looking forward to that one. And now we move over to our main event as we take a look over Imantis Stanionis, Luis Colazo, 10 rounds, Walter Waite showdown. First off, full start. With uh, the man 39 and 8, 20 knockouts. He is a former world champion. When you look at this guy's resume, I mean, he has fought the top of the top names uh, in boxing. I'm talking Keith Thurman, Shane Mosley, Amir Khan, Andre Berto, Ricky Hatton, and the list goes on and on. He is no stranger to the bright lights. And the bright lights will be on at the Armory in our main event. And he headlines another main event uh, from Brooklyn, New York. Please welcome Luis Calazo. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited for, for Saturday night. You know, it's been a long road and um, just eager to get back in that ring come Saturday. Well, we look forward to seeing you, Luis, and your opponent, has a difficult test ahead of him. He is undefeated from Lithuania, 13-0, 9 by knockout. 
uh, 26 years old. He has been one of the more exciting up-and-comers uh, in a PBC's welterweight division. He's coming out of the 2016 Olympic Games, and he just scored a career-best victory in a 12-round decision over Thomas Dulorme back in April. He continues to stay active, and he continues to take on these challenges because Luis Colazo is going to be a very difficult test for him, and he does not care. He wants the best of the best, and he is certainly going to get another opportunity to prove that as well, why he deserves to be one of the bigger names in the welterweight division. Please welcome Imantis Stanionis. Hello, everybody. Uh, Stanionis, you know, just how excited are you? You're headlining another bout here in Minneapolis, and it's an all-welterweight card. Um, how excited are you against a guy like uh, Luis Colazzo and his resume to uh, put on a show? I'm very excited. I fought here in 2019 in the Armory. The people in Minnesota, you know, the fans are very, very different. They they like the sport, and, you know, they they tune in, you know, and they like, the, you know, the good show. So I'm very excited, you know, and I'm very, I want to just thank, you know, all PBC family, you know, Richard Chaffel, Shelley Finkel, all Heyman for all this opportunity, you know, and Luis Colazzo, like, like everybody saying, you know, he was with the tough guys and he's like, he likes to go like fire into fire, you know, in the fight. So this is going to be action-packed fight and we're going all in, you know, and I'm prepared. Well, we look forward to this main event and as for Stanionis, you're coming off a victory, probably uh, many are calling your career best victory over a guy like Thomas Dulorme, which you pretty much controlled that, uh, a majority of that fight coming out with the victory. What did you learn going 12 rounds with a guy like Dulorme, and how much better did that make you? I just got confident, confidence to go, you know, 12 rounds, and I just, I, I got tested, you know, like everybody say that I haven't been tested, so I have been tested in that fight, but it was what? It was my worst night, I think, you know, at the fight. So now I'm 100% prepared and I'm ready to go, you know. And for you, Luis, I know you're very much looking forward to Saturday night, but you have mentioned that win or lose, this possibly could be your last fight. And you mentioned, I mean, you've had a storied career. Is this your last fight Saturday night? Um, I, I, yes, it is. Um, you know, uh, not for personal reasons, just the political part of it just is over it's getting overwhelming and um it's frustrating as a fighter if you can't go to the gym and enjoy it knowing that you don't you're just not gonna get that break so after this one but again come saturday i'm gonna come in there and bring everything i got because at the end of the day i'm leaving my name on the board and you're facing a guy in stanionis who has a lot of hype around him he's undefeated He's one of the names that is, like I said, in this loaded welterweight division. Does your experience, will that be an advantage for you fighting guys like you've been in the championship bouts, you've been main eventing before, um, you've been under the bright lights. Will that be an advantage against a guy like Stanionis, who's still 26 years old? Well, right now, that's all he got on top of me right now is age. But um, at the end of the day, age don't matter when you, all you do is fight and stay in the gym. You know, that's what I do for a living, and um, I've been consistent in the gym, and I'm ready, I'm ready to go. There's no excuses. Now, out of all the top guys that you have fought, just from, I'm sure, studying tape and things like that, what have you – how does Stanionis compare to some of those top guys that you have fought before? 
See, that's the beauty of the sport, man. You can't compare one fighter to another. It doesn't matter if you got similar styles. At the end of the day, you got to prepare different. And once they have that bell ring, it's a totally different story. Like Mike Tyson said, once you get punched in the face, everything's out the window. It certainly is, and I'm sure there will be uh, a lot of punches being thrown Saturday night. And as we look over to Stanionis, this is an incredible opportunity for you fighting a guy like Colazzo again, um, just bouncing back after a win against a guy like Dulorme as well. It seems like you are starting to kind of build that resume. Um, what are you looking to prove Saturday night? You're undefeated, but, you know, it seems like you do have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, I just have to win, you know, and just uh, I want to get a world title shot, you know, because in my country nobody had this opportunity. Never we don't have, like, any world champions, you know, in professionals. So I want to make a history and have a good competition on on Saturday. And I, you know, want to prove that uh, I can win and I can compete with top guys. If you were to get a victory over Colazzo, do you believe that, you're, that your next fight, that you want a title shot? Yes, for sure. I think I deserve. I'm uh, in WBA number one, so I think I deserve. Well, and and as far as this welterweight division, I mean, we're we're talking some of the biggest names. We got a massive pay-per-view card in the welterweight division in just a couple of weeks. Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence Jr., uh, two of the best in that division. And you could just go down the list. We Minneapolis's own. We just mentioned Jamal James, another uh, top welterweight as well. Keith Thurman, Sean Porter. Uh, the list goes on and on. Where do you see Amantis Danionis in that list? You know, I think I can compete. It's my opinion. I can compete with top guys. You know, it's like Colazzo said, you go into the ring, and it, when the ring bells, you know, it's it's different story. You know, you can think this is favorite, this is favorite. But I like to give, you know, all my heart in the ring, like 100%, leave all there in the ring, and, you know, Fans will be treated. This is in the entertainment sport, you know, so we are entertainment. So, and we have to entertain people, you know, so that's it. Expect fireworks here in Minneapolis Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific from the Armory. Minneapolis fight fans, we're excited to bring you another card. And we look forward to having everyone out. Tickets are still available at Ticketmaster.com and at the Armory. So make sure you get your tickets as soon as you can. And now you'll hear our one-on-one -on -one interview with Devin Alexander the Great, who is 27-6-1 in his pro career. Alexander's been out of the ring since June 2019. Prior to that, he saw a period of inactivity as he sought treatment for an addiction to painkillers. According to his PBC bio, he eventually proved to be an inspiration in returning to deliver exciting fights against Andre Berto, Victor Ortiz, and Walter Castillo. The St. Louis native had an impressive run at super lightweight and unified titles in that division before scoring victories over Marcus Maidana, Lucas Matisse, and eventually Randall Bailey to capture a welterweight championship. Here's Devin Alexander. Well, hey, Devin, we were talking about how you're a great, great champion, great career here, and uh, we, hope, we hope to see you 
uh, even moving on to bigger and better things, you talked about how you've had a little bit of a layoff. Um, how are you feeling now, and do you feel like this is a real opportunity to sort of reboot your career and um, and, and get another title shot? Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel rejuvenated. Uh, this time off really helped me see a lot of things that I've been missing in my career. You know, as you know, when boxing, if this is not there, then in the ring, you're not going to be right. You're not going to not perform like you usually perform. And for me, my, basically, my hiccups in the ring have been mentioned mentally. But it's not that the guy is so much better than me that Devin can do it. This guy was just outclassed. It, it was totally, I can definitely say, all of my losses is because some I did. Some I didn't do, or it was a mental uh, thing with me. So, you know, just being mentally there and loving what you're doing is very important and key to continuing to be successful in the ring. And, that, and that's what was missing. But now they got my main coach, got a new team, I feel rejuvenated. You guys just see, you guys just see Saturday how, how, what he was just saying about the movement, it'll be all back. Yeah. Well, tell us more about your new team. Uh, who are you working with now? Mike Stafford. Mike Stafford's right there. Okay. Right there. Um, I don't. I don't like a big team. I don't. I don't need a big team. Yeah. I don't want a big team. Uh, I did that early in my career, and I said I never do it again because it's no. It's no point. I mean, I gotta pay for this guy. This guy. I don't. I'm not a. I'm a loner anyway, so I don't need an entourage. You know, just, I need the people that's going to play a part in my career who's going to help me get ready for a fight. That's all I need. I don't need 20 people to feel important. I don't, I don't need that. So yeah. That's all I need. Well, it sounds like you're in a really good place now mentally and physically. Did that time off, do you think that might have been actually a good thing in a way to sort of Absolutely. rejuvenate? Well, God don't make mistakes. You know, if, 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 if I was supposed to fight, I was supposed to fight. Mm -hmm. if, I, if God said, man, let's just sit in and relax and get some rest and chill, that's what I do. I don't, I don't question God. That's how, that's how I've been my whole career. I don't question what he does. I don't question what goes on in my career. You know, anything that happened is because God wanted me to. Anything bad, it's because of me, and God wanted it to happen. So, mm -hmm. take good to bad, take the whatever it comes with it. I take. It. But right now, I'm just in a happy place. Feel good. Feel great. That's but, awesome. Did you was was there was there ever any thought that you might actually when Cody Crowley had to pull out of the main event because of COVID against Gabriel? Was there? Did you ever cross your mind that hey, I'll take his place, I'll move up, or did you, or were you just content with the fight you have? Yeah, I, I, I'm content. I'm yeah. content because you know me and Al got a plan. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want to just stick to the plan. Yeah, you know, I got a three fight deal on the table, so this is gonna be the first of three. Yeah. So I'm just taking one fight at a time, not rushing at all. Yeah, you know, just taking, just being smart about. And strategic about every fight, you know, to make it make sense. Yeah. Know, because, you know, we're older now, and you know, there's no sense of rushing now. You know, just take it, take my time, 
worry about Lucas Saturday night, and we'll, after that, we'll see who's next. Yeah, awesome. What uh, what what do you think of Minnesota as a fight town? Uh, I think this is your first time fighting here, isn't it? Uh, no, I think I fought here a couple times. I'm mistaken. As amateurs. Were, okay. Um, but uh, it's been a while. It's been yeah, a while for yeah. sure, for sure. And Minnesota's always... Uh, you guys know Antonio Johnson? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fought him a uh-huh. couple of times in the amateurs. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I was actually supposed to fight him in the trial. But he, he said something went on with his lip or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jason Litzow, you ever fight Jason, him? That's my amateur? man. That's my man. Jason. Yeah. Jason Litzow, that's my man. Uh, my man DeLorean. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, so I know a few fighters that come out here. Actually, um, he came to squirrel me, DeLorean did. Okay. Uh, for a couple of my fights, actually, to nice. get ready for. So, yeah, Minnesota is a good, good city. Good city. Good city to be. Good boxing city. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you guys are bringing big fights to the to the city. So yeah, yeah. thanks for coming. Yeah, we're excited uh, to have you. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm over the moon yeah. thrilled. You know, yeah, to see guys like you and Clazo and yeah. you know, all these great uh, yeah. fighters coming to town. It's just a treat. So, Sean, did you have any? Oh man, I, every time I think about you, I, I always yeah. think about that Yanga fight. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you just, yeah. Doug yeah. Tate, man, holy yeah, cow! They thought they, they, thought, he, they, they, <laughs> they thought he was too big for me. They thought he was too strong, too experienced. That was like a jump off the couch celebration. Like right? yes, <laughs> my dad yes, was so happy. Was like, that was a great fight. It was fight. big. It was a great fight. No, nobody thought I'd stop him. That's yeah. for sure. Not even close. No way. That is no way. So that was a shock for him. Like I said, I'm just happy you're yeah. here, man. I'm excited to watch you fight. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, good Thanks luck, Devin. Thank All right, Thanks take care. Time to All talk right. to us, too. Absolutely. And now we'll hear from former world champion Luis Colazzo of Brooklyn, New York. In this one-on-one interview, Colazzo expands on his announcement that Saturday's fight at the Armory will likely be the last time he steps into the ring. <laughs> If you come away with a big win and someone presents a, a big fight to you, uh, would you possibly reconsider, or are you sure that this is? You know, the, the, the political part has been taking a wear and tear on me, mentally and emotionally. And um, that's the only reason I'm retiring. Physically, I'm, I'm good to go. Yeah. But again, the politics of the game has been horrible. And um, after this fight, we'll, we'll wait and see. But most, yeah. most certainly, um, we'll be coming. Well, uh, well what, what do you... What are your thoughts on coming to Minnesota? Um, it's kind of turned into a, a pretty pretty solid fight town. Are you uh, excited about this opportunity to fight here at the Armory? Absolutely. You know, um, I'll, one of my favorite um, athletes was, was uh, Randy Moss. Okay. And I've never got a chance to come out here to watch watch him play with the Vikings. But um, I'm excited I'm able to come out here and perform in front of the Minnesota fans. So, yes, I'm very excited to be here. We're excited to have you. So you're from Brooklyn. Are you a Jets fan or I'm a Giants fan? Giants fan. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Well, did you have any questions, Sean? Well, I just wanted to say I'm super 
excited to see you, man. I've been watching you on TV, so to have you here is like it's super cool. I'm bummed to hear that it might be your last fight, but I'm happy that I'm going to be here to see it. So hey, you know what? They saved the best for last. You know, <laughs> you know I'm going to come out here and give it all, everything I have, because that's that's who I am. As a fighter, as a person, I give it 110 percent every time I come out, and I'm um, just excited to come out here and do it in front of Minnesota. Well, you've had an awesome career, and it's been great to watch you. And uh, best best wishes to you, whatever path you take. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Well, we're happy to wrap things up on the podcast now with another one-on-one interview, this time with Gabriel Maestre. And if you haven't seen this guy fight, please do yourself a favor and go to YouTube, check out some of his matches. Uh, this guy really brings it in the ring. And uh, we're pleased that he gave a few minutes of his time to chat with us after the main press conference and uh, give his thoughts about the upcoming fight at the Armory and a potential fight against Jamal James and uh, other other thoughts. So um, here's the interview with me, Astre. How, how excited are you to be here in Minnesota and to be fighting at the Armory here? And i um, curious what you think about Minnesota as a, as a fight town. ¿Qué tan emocionado y tan feliz estás de pelear aquí? ¿Y qué piensas de Minnesota, de, de esta ciudad? No, contento, mira, feliz. Donde primeramente la gracia a Dios por esta oportunidad de, de pelear aquí en, en, en Estados Unidos. De verdad que contento, emocionado. Y no, feliz, feliz. Y no, sí, Minnesota, bueno, lo que he visto es muy, muy bonita esta ciudad. I'm very happy to be here in Minnesota. Uh, just very excited for this opportunity. I don't walk around too much for the city, but what I can see from the fly from the airport is a beautiful. It's my second city I, I see in the United States and I come to this this fight. Yeah, well, well, welcome. We're glad to have you here. Um, we have, there were, of course, we have a welterweight champion here of our own in Jamal James, and I think you, you addressed that a little bit at the press conference, but how do you think you would match up with Jamal in a potential fight? Gracias por estar en nuestra ciudad. Nosotros tenemos un campeón aquí que se llama Jamal James. Eh, hablaste un poco de eso en la conferencia. ¿Cómo sería un posible combate con él? Sí, eh, sí, he visto a Jamal James, sí, buen campeón, buen peleador. Sí, sabemos que es de aquí, de verdad que, mira, no, eh, me gustaría después de, de esta pelea, me, me encantaría de, de verdad ir pelear con, con Jamal James. Yes, for sure. We know Jamal James really well. He's a great boxer, he's a great champion, and why not? After Michael Fox, everything hopefully is, uh, was good for me and the victory. We like to and love to fight him. Okay. I saw you have a common opponent in uh, Diego Chavez, is that Yeah, right? Diego Chavez from Argentina, right? Yeah, and I was watching some uh, that fight on YouTube. Uh, really great performance on your part. Uh, what, did, what, did you, um, what did you learn from that? Hemos visto a Diego Chavez que ha sido una de las peleas, por decir, la más importante en tu camino profesional. Hiciste una buena actuación. ¿Qué te dejó esa pelea para ti, para Gabriel Maestro? Bueno, sí, peleamos con Diego Chávez, buena pelea, y no, mira, lo que me dejó fue que, que demostré que estoy para, para pelear con, con, los, con los grandes. Yeah, that's what good, good fight, good victory. That fight left me in my knowledge, told me I am ready for nets and beat fights. So that's why we are here with Michael Fox and looking beat beat fights in the 147. Okay. 
Was it, you, you, men, uh, you mentioned Fox. Uh, was there ever any talk of any of the other welterweights on this card moving up to face you, or was was that even discussed, or did you just? How did you come up with Michael Fox as an opponent? Sabemos que Michael Fox es tu rival, pero en la mesa hubieron varios pesos vueltas. Este, ¿cómo se dio eso de que Michael Fox fuera tu rival o te hubiera interesado que fuera otro? Mira, eh, sabían que vivían con Cody Crowley, pero otra vez, bueno, le dio COVID. Y mira, no, se buscó Michael Ford, de verdad que ahí estaban varios peleadores de, también buenos, como Stationi. Tuve la oportunidad de pelear con él en el 2015, en el Mundial de Qatar 2015, en Amatel. Y bueno, <ríe> Dios sabe lo que hace, bueno, es Michael Ford y es el peleador. Después, bueno, que venga lo que venga después. Uh, right, uh... Uh, it's sad to be Cody Crowley to know Cody Crowley was with COVID, yeah. and they start to looking the next opening available. But answering your question about maybe if no Michael Fox can be Stanionis, either I fight with Stanionis in the amateur mm -hmm. in Qatar. Mm -hmm. He been in a very very tough fight, and if they tell me was Stanionis, we say yes, but they choose Michael Fox, and let's see what happens. We are in the big big table for the 147, and maybe. One of them can be my next opponent or Jamal James. Everything can happen in the 147 pounds right now. Well, that'd be a great fight. Uh, but con uh, congratulations on uh, a great career so far and a great amateur career. Do you have anything else that you'd like to say? Felicidades por lo que has logrado hasta ahora y por la gran carrera aficionada. No, gracias, gracias a usted. Thank you. Maybe just ask him uh, what are his thoughts about uh, the Olympics right now. You know, uh, is he watching? Is he watching boxing uh, for the Olympics? Olympics. Que si Olympics. Look, seeing different shows about the Tokyo, my country, Venezuela, different fights. But I remember Iglesias from Cuba. We got, we fought in some different times. How many fights? ¿Cuántas peleas veces se pelearon? Cuatro veces. We fought four times in the amateur. So I remember him. I'm very proud of what he's doing for Cuba. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time. Yeah, absolutely. If you could just tell them, thank you for taking time out. We're sorry we got to you at the end here, but thank you for stopping and talking. Que muy agradecido y gracias por darme este tiempo, a pesar de que se acabó la conferencia y quedarte compartir con ellos. Ellos agradecido a ustedes y por estar pendiente de mí, de mí, hacerme la entrevista. No, no worries. I am very happy to be you. Very excited to share with you, and I really appreciate your time as journalist because that's very important part of the sport too the journalists and what we do in the ring.